G'day everyone, Leon here from Body by Leon for another amazing podcast. Today we have a very special guest and he's staring at me now with the biggest smile from ear to ear. Everyone, please welcome Mr. Mr. J Acharya. Hey guys, how are you all this wonderful day? We're good, thanks. <laughs> Jay, so Jay, we have, um, we have some amazing news coming up, but before you get into the amazing news, Talk a little bit about yourself, your background, um, what you've accomplished to date, and um, and we've been coaching. I've been coaching you now for the last four years. Four years, yep. And you've had amazing achievements. Let's talk a bit about that to start. Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you, Leon, for having me on here. Um, it's an absolute pleasure. pleasure, and it's awesome to see that this is all starting up. So my background obviously started off with a bit of acting and modelling. Uh, that's always been my passion, and I thought I will really start pursuing that. So in 2011 I started a little mini acting course here in the Sunshine Coast um, and from there things really just started to snowball and I guess it comes down to following something that you love so it might have been on a smaller scale to start with so from the acting course I got a little bit of recommendations I did my first extra work on the set of Terra Nova which was a Steven Spielberg production Wow um, and from there I got a note straight back from the director to my agent saying he's done a very good job he should take this further uh, so the next step was then, after I completed my course here, stepping it up and uh, seeing if I can get something in America. So I auditioned for a scholarship over in America in New York at the Lee Strasberg Institute of Film and Theatre. And that's, that's a very prestigious school, one of the best acting schools in the world. Uh, you've got some of your greats like Al Pacino, Rob De Niro, Scarlett Johansson, yeah, wow. they've come out of here. Uh, and I guess... Everything aligned, the time was right, the audition went well, I got a, a formal interview process which I went through and I smashed and they, they gave me the email within two days saying, look, you've been accepted, you've got the scholarship, we want you to come to New York and learn acting for six months. Uh, so that was the next step, going to New York. I spent six months in New York, I got my acting skills up and then I also was starting to get into a bit of fitness modelling as well. Um, the ultimate goal was always to do acting, so, and being Indian by heritage, well, we all know that Bollywood's a big industry, mm, probably bigger than Bollywood definitely. in the sense of how many movies and whatnot is out. Absolutely. So finished, uh, I finished up with the acting course in New York and I came back home and I thought, all right, what's next? I've, I've, achieved, I've achieved what I wanted to achieve in the sense of getting some really good acting training. What's next? So the next step was to move to India. And so in 2012, the end of 2012, start of 2013, I moved over to India for two years. And uh, during that phase, I was really, really into my health and fitness. And I always have been into health and fitness with sports. So were you weight training prior to this? I was. This? Yep. Nothing serious, though. Yep. Nothing serious. Just looking fit. Obviously, I thought uh, that would be another avenue to get into the acting line. If you look good, you see some of the big guys yep. like The Rock and you see John Cena. And there's a lot of, a lot of guys, Hugh Jackman, yep. Chris Hemsworth. Yep. They're known for their... You're pretty bulked when I met you. Yeah, <laughs> I was definitely bulked. Uh, Dirty bulking. I remember, I think, I think you were like 77 kilo or something like that. And what, what, what do you compete at? Like 56. Yeah, 56, 56 to 57 kilos. To give you an yeah. indication of how bulked you are. And you're not exactly six foot five either, are you? No, nah, definitely not. <laughs> Bit under, tad under that. Yeah, yeah. And so basically I was in India and then I was getting into my health and fitness. Um, and I got a lot of movie work over there, which was awesome. I started doing uh, TV series, TV commercials, and then my ultimate goal, obviously, was to get on the cover page of a magazine. Uh, I'm blessed to have a, a mum and dad who absolutely support me through everything, and friends I'll, and family. I'll vouch for that. They're amazing. Thank amazing, you, aren't they? Appreciate yeah. it. And, and, and that makes a world of difference as well. Mm. Um, 
And so I said to dad, dad, I, I've got to go. I want to get on a cover page of a big magazine. And he What's said, your mum and dad's name? Give him a shout out. Uh, a special shout out to Nayan and Dipti Acharya. Yeah. Nayan's dad, mum is Dipti. Yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing humans. And I've had, I can, I can say the same thing, mate. I every time I run into a man, they're the first ones to come up and give me the biggest hug, biggest cuddle. Awesome. And um, so yeah, I said to dad, look, dad, you've given me so much time and effort. Uh, I want to do something big and make you guys proud. Obviously, everything you guys have done for me in life. I'll never be able to repay that, the amount of love and support you've shown me. But the least I can do is make you guys proud. And that's my way of repaying them, seeing proud parents, being proud of what I've done, taking what they've given me and really taking it up to a next level. And so in 2014, uh, I literally trained and trained and trained till that point. And I got selected from about 10,000 people uh, to be on the cover page of Health and Nutrition India. Wow. Uh, and that was one of the biggest stepping stones into health and fitness for me. Seeing that I'd set a goal and achieved the goal and then the smile that I got from my dad when I was on the cover page of the magazine and seeing that in newsstands and seeing it in uh, bookstores everywhere. Everywhere I went in India, I was I was seeing myself and it's quite kind of a surreal feeling. Yeah. I think, I think Jay, there's a good little message that you're going down this road here about... Um, like people might, people might think what, what you're about to talk about your, your next little path in your life like it hasn't happened overnight okay it hasn't been oh he's a, he's an overnight success and because he's 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 won a couple of pro cards and he's won a, quite a few shows he looks amazing on stage the, we're, we're stemming back for 2012 you said that and, pro, and prior to that so this is this is this is years in the making what what's about to evolve in the next few months for you so it's a good note for people to understand that you know what what whilst you're progressing amazing and for me to sit back and watch it is even oh mate i'm just so 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 proud of you to see what you're achieving but it's been i've seen the work that you're doing behind the scenes and i've seen the work you've been doing over the last couple of years in your coaching and and how you are with your clients so you are not an overnight success you you've been in the trenches doing the work and i think it's important people understand that absolutely and um you're exactly right you hit the nail on the head that's that's what i was going down the path of as well that it didn't come overnight and there was a lot of hard work, a lot of support from the right people as well. Uh, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in the saying that your, your vibe attracts your tribe, you know? And that's why I feel like I came into the right place, I joined you, and then that really kicked things to the next level. But again, like you said, there was, there was a lot of issues being a vegetarian as well. No one ever believed yeah. that I could, could make it. Uh, being a vegetarian Indian as well, you don't really see many Indian guys, well, especially a few years ago, stepping up on stage. And so that was a challenge for both you and I, boss. I remember kind of discussing it with you the first time. And <laughs> Yep, I remember it. And I'm, I'm always open-minded. And I understand that, you know, if I'm coaching, you know, I can say, well, this is the way that I would get someone on stage. But also, if, if, if a certain individual has a certain lifestyle and a way of living, I'm not here to change that because I don't think that's that's what a coach should be doing. I, I might say this would be the optimal way to go about it, but hey, we need to, we need to a good coach has got to basically work that plan around your lifestyle, would you agree? Absolutely, 100%, yeah. 100%. And um, yeah, so this is a bit of a drag with the, the backstory, but basically <laughs> we um, hit the magazine on the head, I came back and I was having a lot of people say, Jay, you should compete, get up on stage, you know? You, you look good, you, you're gonna do well up there. And so I really took that into account. It took me a while before I actually decided to step into it but then that's when I met you boss mm -hmm. uh, and that would have been in when was that 20 end of 20 
No, it would have been start of 2015. Yeah, so... Or midway four, through. Yeah, four, yeah, four. I think I was... When was I was at Easy Fit for maybe a year and a half or so when you when you came along. So, yeah, four, four years. Yeah, yep. four years. Yep. Yeah, 2015. Yep, and then we, we got together and made the plan that, hey, this first show is going to be the, the Muscle Mania India show. And then we're like brothers, huh? Oh, that's it. <laughs> and that was it. Forever. Friends forever then after that. But no, we, we sat down, we, we planned everything out. And then, so I did my first show in Muscle Mania India, which went very well. Um, and that further gave me vindication that, look, this health and fitness, it's not just about looking good. It's about feeling good. It's about changing your life, inspiring others. It's about discipline as well. And um, yeah, in Muscle India, I did very well in the model division. I took out a first place and then we went into nationals and took out the first place there. And in physique, I got third. Remember, remember the time, I remember when we were doing the first show and, and, and I was obviously doing your prep and, and obviously we were getting close to the money. And I kept asking, I kept messaging you on it because we're obviously we're working online still in a way, you know what I mean? Yep, we we yep. were living like local close, but we're still working online. And then I'd get you to come in for check-ins at the back end of prep. And then remember I kept messaging you and saying, um, I knew you were looking okay. So we're, we've got to be all right there. And I'm like, bro, how's your posing going? And <laughs> oh, you, no. you'd be like, it's good. I'm like, can you like just send me pictures or something? You're like, yeah, yeah. And you never would. Every week, how's your posing going? I'm, I'm worried about your posing, you know what I mean? Like, you haven't done a show before, can you pose? Yep. It's okay, like, boss, I can pose. But just send me some photos, bro. Can you please send me some <laughs> photos? And then, and then you didn't send them. And then I remember you come around one day when I had my gym at home, the dungeon at it, home. In the dungeon, that's it. Yeah, and you, yep. come, and you come over and you start posing it. And I'm like, what on earth is this? Oh, what I have never seen anyone walk in and pose like this before. And I'm like... Oh, if this guy wins, I can't even take any credit for it because you, <laughs> the pose that you, you you changed it. And then I remember when you you did that show, and then the, the next year later you went to the the ICN Brisbane show when you we won did. the overall there. That's right. And and I had never seen. I don't reckon the ICN had ever seen or anyone had ever seen physique posing on that stage like that show. And that just was an eye bobbler for everyone. Everyone's just like, "What is that? That is just like the most amazing posing." And, and I'm not, you know, blowing shit up your ass at the end of the day. It was amazing posing. Appreciate it. And, and, I, and I'm sitting here watching still going, man, I can't take credit for this. I never thought of any of that posing. So, um, and, and now that's been a big, big forte for yourself as amongst everything else is that you're now renowned as one of the best posing coaches going around. Yeah, I appreciate that, boss. And yes, that, that's true. Um, yeah, we, we, we planned, we did well in that show. And then we, we, would, we did the ICN or INBA at the time. Mm. Uh, Brisbane Classic Show and we, we took out the overall and I think the biggest thing was the posing like you said mm. it was just something different also with the condition that you'd brought me in as well I think that was something for the men's physique divisions which they were just starting to see that extreme Definitely. level condition with that type of posing as well uh, and bringing a bringing shape and symmetry to it as well. I, I think that was always there before myself as well, but I think that posing was what revolutionized it as you said. It just put the icing on the cake from a beautiful physique looking physique so to speak that that tiny waist broad shoulders again the conditioning and the finesse on stage exactly and that's what i think that was our original goal boss you said to me when you sat down you said you've got that classical shape and we should bring that to stage again trying to really bring back the old golden era that's why we like guys like frank zane and arnie and um all those guys we love them for that very reason that they had that classical shape which was the small waist it is and it's good to see the bodybuilding you know where they people are still debating and having their say about the, the divisions called classic bodybuilding but I think it's fantastic people you know people can argue and say well all bodybuilding should be classic bodybuilding well 
not really. At the end of the day, classic bodybuilding has has a look. The, the posing's slightly different. You know, yep. they're looking for a, you know that X factor. They're not looking for the big bulked up dude. They're looking for some muscularity. But you know that nice tiny little waist. You know the V taper. Just like physique boys, some well the physique guys out there look amazing. Just some of them just may not have the quads for classic bodybuilding. Yep. But you know, I think we both can agree the standard and the conditioning and the muscularity on people these days and the physiques are going next level and so much the the, the bigger boys is is not so much what everyone's chasing now because it's 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 tough to be a bodybuilder these days. Look, you, you need to have quads, mate. You need a lot of work in the squat rack. You know what I mean? Let's be let's be realistic. It's, Absolutely. It's just Absolutely. not achievable for everyone, but the classic bodybuilder and the physique, it's achievable for, for most people. It is, it certainly is. And as you said, boss, um, the level is just increasing, not yearly, but every season. Every season, whether it's for men's fitness, for the female divisions, for, for bikini, for sports, for fitness, for figure, mm. the conditioning uh, and the package that the competitors are bringing today. I don't know if it's because of the extra information and the supplements available now as well, and the knowledge, of obviously. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, probably A, B, C, D, all, all, all of the above. Um, again, there's some fantastic coaches out there. and. And, and one thing I've noticed as well, and, I, and I've had to be a bit of the like bit of a gremlin lately for a, a couple of clients. I don't like doing it, but I've pulled them out of season B. Yep. And the reason why is whilst they look great, but we're not trying to. And I don't want this to sound you know harsh, but this you just mentioned how the standard is rising. And if I've had haven't been able to work with a client for an extra period of time, and they've come to me, you know, twenty weeks out, and I just feel they haven't got enough muscularity. Yep. And gone are the days five years ago, we'd say, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll jump on stage, and I just want the experience. Come on, man, let's be realistic, man. It's not about that anymore. Um, look, everyone has their own journey, and and I'm actually all for that. But if a client comes to me and they want to win, but I don't think they have the physique to win. I'll suggest, hey man, let, let's let's just delay another, you know, instead of season B, go to season A. So we're delaying by say six, seven months, not a long time. Yep. But I've had to do that, and it, I don't get a very nice response sometimes. And they're mm -hmm. not aggressive; they just go, um, oh, okay, we'll potentially go to another coach. But I'll stick firm to myself because, you know, the standard that it's it's not fun for anyone to jump on stage and and get smoked. Definitely. Because then they're going to have the backlash post show about that, you know, post depression, and they're going to get down. Um, they're going to be upset. They're going to blame the coach because we didn't put enough muscle in their frame. There's a lot of things that could potentially harm myself and the individual as well. They're not going to be feeling great about themselves. So I've, I go, you know, I want to give everyone the best experience and and make sure that their lead up, their off season is sufficient. And I think yep. um, everyone out there should. If you want to compete, you need to understand that. It's it's not a coach being cruel. You need to understand that you need to have the base to work with to get lean. You need to be competitive. It's just how it is, man. It's not, we're not going to the beach. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, well, we are what we're about to talk to in India. Yep. <laughs> it, is yep. on, it is on the beach, isn't it? It is. It yeah. is. So um so let, let's 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 let let's get straight to the, the nuts and bolts, mate. Let's can you can let's you can it. you let the cat out of the bag, mate? Can you tell me what is happening, Jay? What have you been working on for the last 12 months behind the scenes? All right, well, the cat is out of the bag now, so. It's out of the bag. Uh, yeah. And if the hint before wasn't enough. Uh, let, all, we, let all the cats out of the bag. We're letting them all out, <laughs> sweet, easy as. So basically guys, I have been given the opportunity to be the president for ICN India. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, I've, I've been working behind the scenes, especially for the last couple of months to make sure that I deliver a show that's never been delivered there before. We want a fair, natural playing field 
for athletes over there who get the chance to come up and I guess reap the benefits of having a federation which really supports them and gives back to them. And that's what I want. Awesome. I, I genuinely want it to be a show, not just for the audience, but for the athlete and also for the coaches as well. That's something that's not done over there. And I think this will really revolutionize uh, natural bodybuilding and fitness modeling in India, which is, it, it's so desperate to have. I wish everyone could see the passion in your face now when, when you talk about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm feeling like out passioned here. No. I don't know this. I'm, Is that I'm even like, possible? Yeah. Oh, Is that possible? Well, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I th- well, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as you were. Yep. And so, guys, we're, we're, we're doing something different, something completely different this time where we're going to be set on 20,000 square foot of private beach in the beautiful Goa. So, Goa is essentially like the Bali of India. People love to go there for holidays. Whenever anyone has downtime, they usually take a trip to Bali or should I say Goa. Goa, yeah. And they uh, they just relax. There's beautiful resorts. There is a party lifestyle there if you're into that. Well, there's also the relaxed resort laid back lifestyle as well. And that differentiates between North Goa, which is the more party scene and South Goa, which is essentially the resort and chill chill scene. Um, So basically we are set in South Goa, which is the chill scene. And um, yeah, we're doing something completely different this time, guys. We're, we're doing something called a fitness festival. And again, we wanted a point of difference. We wanted to make fitness fun in India. We didn't want it to be a chore. We don't want people thinking, ugh, I've got to go and eat this and go train today. No, we want them to get up in the morning and look forward to going to train and eating good food and feeling good, you know? Mm. And so what we've done is we've set up on this beach and we're basically going to have a fitness expo, so to speak, uh, but with more of a festival feel to it. So... There will be live music, there'll be live bands, there's a powerlifting show happening, there's ICN India taking off there for the first time. Uh, we've got international guests and speakers, wink, wink. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the whole point of difference is that we're just going to have a fun atmosphere, a fun vibe of everyone getting together in the community over there and really celebrating what is health and fitness. And I think that's where ICN is also going to come into it and play a part where we're completely going to revolutionise the bodybuilding and fitness modeling scene and the fact that over there there is a lot of politics or it's known that there is politics over there within the bodybuilding industry and that that can be said for worldwide i mean there's always going to be politics and dramas people are, people who don't win they're always going to have something to say yeah which is just the reality of the sport but in saying that what i've i've done is i want to make it as clean as it as it possibly can be and so i'm going to have international judges uh all Australian judges, actually. Yeah. So there is no no chance of politics in the sense that they don't know anyone Can't over there. Can't be biased, yeah. Exactly. Yep. There's nothing, there's no bias, there's no no politics in the sense that this coach knows this team or this team or this team. You it's, know? A great, it's a great idea because, again, when you're talking India, again, it's um, it's it's massive. Like, the, the support over there is huge and, and a lot of people probably don't know this. Yep. And, um, and, 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 you know, originally it was all known that, you know, that there's no natural athletes in India and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And look, I'll, I'll completely debunk that. You know what I mean? It's, there's natural athletes everywhere you go. Absolutely. You know, people are going to say, oh, you know, and that, because obviously the rumor has it the last 12 months here that a lot of Indians are, you know, they're, they're all enhanced. Well, mate, there's Australians that are enhanced. There's Americans that are enhanced. You know what I mean? There's there's natural athletes everywhere you go. And they've got amazing natural athletes over the head. Like, you know, a lot of them are, can have that ectomorph style physique. You know what I mean? That that leaner looking physique and and... And you know, the, so the conditioning level that they can bring is, um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be world class. And I think that's as far as judging goes. I think that's gonna be a good point that we can, you know, 
stamp it authority um, in India are going, okay, well, here's the criteria. If you're outside the criteria, well, you know what I mean? You, you literally, sorry, mate, you, you might have come in to do physique, but you're too big for physique, so, you know, bodybuilding for you. If the guy says, oh, you know, but I haven't got the quads, well, you know, mate, get the quads, mate, you can do bodybuilding. Exactly. Exactly. Like straight down the line, yep. I think. Black, black and white. Yeah, and I think that's you know that ha- that's happening now. Could happen a little bit more, I think, in, in Australia. I think the, you know, the, the size of some of the physique boys are getting quite big. They Definitely. Are, a lot of them are bodybuilders in shorts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, um, but, but, then, but then again, the fitness boys are stepping up too. Absolutely. So, and the bodybuilders are stepping up too. So I think in this case here, it's just everyone's stepping up the, and everything's just going so fast. The sport's growing at a million miles an hour for the, for the good because it, it gives us careers. It does. It yeah. definitely does. Mm. And um, so that that's the basic gist of it, guys. Uh, we're doing something different again. Just to recap, we're, we're on 20,000 square foot of private beach, the backdrop being a beautiful beach on Goa. It's all a private beach as well. Um, we're going to be running our show there, international judges, and we might as well let this cat out of the bag as well. Leon uh, is going to be my head judge. Yeah. Uh, with the experience that you have, with the knowledge that you have as a coach and the amount of years that you've got in the industry, I think you'd be... The most amazing judge and not just saying that for the for the, the sake of the podcast or anything uh you're a fair judge of character and i think that's that's something that's going to be crucial because that will translate directly to be able to make critical choices on the judging panel as well and decide like just as, as you mentioned um which athlete should place which athlete comes first second or third or fifth based on the criteria you're not just going to say hey this guy looks the biggest and the best so he's going to yeah. win no you're going to go according what the criteria and the division is yeah that's it and I, and I haven't judged in australia here for the sheer fact of i don't want to for the sheer fact of i've got clients at most shows yep so i don't and, and i'm i'm in i'm in with most associations so i, I just don't want to favor any one point absolutely and that's the reason why i don't but you know what it, it, it is it's an amazing it's an amazing opportunity for myself and, and i thank you and i and i and i can't wait um the, the whole festival the whole event is going to be um yeah, it's going to be mind blowing, and for yourself, you know, you got to, You must be pretty proud of what what you achieved to date. Definitely, I'm I'm definitely proud, but not content. Nah, never, uh, never, never content. I always want to keep improving, and like you said, since day one, I've always had a goal to keep progressing. Keep progressing. You be be content when you're 75. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm 75, I might might be happy then. And this has been going for the next for the last 20 years. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, but uh, is is there anyone, Jay? Is there anyone you'd like to thank that that that's helped you get to your position today? Because it's a great story. It's a great story of hard work, hustling. Uh, we're in a world where everyone want, wants everything tomorrow. Yeah. Um, actually, everyone wanted everything yesterday, <laughs> especially when we're talking to physique or business. It it takes time, patience. You know, a lot of hours behind the scenes that people sometimes aren't willing to do. Absolutely. And that's why they probably haven't got to a position in their life where where they want to be and you and you find jay do you find that the the harder you work the more time you put in the more opportunities come knocking at your door absolutely 110 percent. isn't it incredible when, when you when you do the work if you focus on doing the job and and being passionate and being enthusiastic and having a great attitude and a gratitude for life all these little things it's kind of like the universe says yeah man you keep doing this for the next five six years mate i'll, I'll repay you at the end but most people don't get that far, and, and I and I true wholeheartedly believe that that's that's just kind of the way the world works, man. If you you do the time, mate, the the, the doors are going to open for you, and it's a matter if you want to take that door. When the doors are in front of you, and and sometimes they're scary, sometimes they're scary doors. You know what I mean? And it it, it, it always, it's always going to be a scary doing something different, but um, that's what makes our heart tick, eh? Absolutely, hundred percent, and I wholeheartedly agree as well. It's um. 
I think I was discussing with you uh, this concept about the the whole time thing, which you mentioned. I think was it three three days ago, two days ago. Mm. We caught up. You last, we, yeah. we caught up at Brightwater Pub. We're having some diet cokes, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, we said the same thing. I said to you, boss, it's crazy. The last six to seven years of work that I've put in, I thought I was doing well, and I no doubt, no doubtedly was. I was progressing, but it's only now about seven years, six to seven years down the track that I'm really starting to see the fruit yeah. of what I've put in, put in. And they say, you sow what you reap, you know? Adds. Or you reap what you sow. Yeah. Yep. Either way. It's, Either way, it makes sense. Same difference, doesn't it? That's it. But you, And I always say, it's, it's in business, it's like, you got to get over that five-year hurdle. You yep. got to get over that. And you, you seem to, you know, you start off your grind, you get in the middle, middle patch there, things go well, then you hit a bit of a wall at that five-year mark, and then you... That then, you, then you go a little bit the next level, you work a little bit harder, a little bit more opportunities come. And it is that six, seven year mark. And it's funny, it's the seven year mark that I say, that I say then things really happen. It's almost like saying, whatever you do now, nothing will come back to you for 18 months. Yep, okay? absolutely. And, and so basically what you're working on now may not be executed. Um, well, nothing's ever executed perfectly, but you may not have a down pat until the end of next year. Mm-hmm. This will be all the teething position, you know what I mean? It's like, like I say, if I, if I write a book, well, no, the, the, I don't reap the woods for that for 18 months. That's how I work. I do my studies. I don't reap anything from that for 18 months. That's how I learn. What, whatever we're doing right now, nothing happens for 18 months. Absolutely. If you, if you work on that cycle, you don't expect to, you know, it's like sponsoring a bodybuilding show. People go, oh, you know, I'll put the money. Look, I sponsor several of them. And mm-hmm. You don't put the money there and expect to go, well, why, why didn't I get, you know, 10 clients call me? What, yep. Why? Well, that's cool. You've just you've just exposed yourself to 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 your audience, and people will remember you, and they'll contact you when they're ready. Exactly. Which could be next year. So yep. so everything that happens, I always say you hit that seven year mark, and everything you, that you achieve now, you'll reap the rewards in eighteen months. And that that's why it's important in business to keep going. You don't you don't just all of a sudden go. Oh, I'm doing well now. I'm busy. I'll I'll take the foot off the pedal. It doesn't work that way because everything you got to keep keep that foot on the pedal and then basically whatever keeps coming up is just going to reap the rewards down the track absolutely 110 percent and and like i was saying i've i've only just started seeing the network that i've made that's another thing um that we were talking about networks i feel like it's not what you know necessarily anymore in today's day and age yeah it's it's also who you know the the connections that you establish the the friendships that you make I think that that's also key, treating people how you'd like to be treated and going above and beyond, which you already do with people. And I think that's why you connect and you resonate with people for that very fact that, look, you've, you've given them more than you needed to mm. and you, that they, they feel comfortable with that. And, and that's a, again, that's another fantastic point that uh, around the networking. But you can only get to that point. You can only get to that point by doing the hard yards. Absolutely. You don't you're all, of a, all of a sudden be in business or you know do what you're doing now for 12 months and all of a sudden you have all these great contacts. Great contacts don't track down people that have been working for 12 months. Definitely not. Great. These people have been, been watching you. You know They've got an eye on you or, you or you've been communicating with them over a long period of time. And you know what? It's almost like you've done the time. You've, you've done your apprenticeship. Yep. You've done your seven-year apprenticeship. Yeah, I'm going to have a chat with this guy. That's kind of how it works. Would you agree? Absolutely. 110%. And that's what makes it all worth it at the end of the day. It's the the hard work that you put in. It is. And that's, again, you've touched on it so many times during this podcast that people people give up too fast, you know? And you never know. You, you, You might be working at something for a year, a year and a half, like you said, the 18 months, and you give up just the day before the opportunity is about to knock on your door. 
And that's why persistence is key. Consistency is key. And I think, again, relating it back to bodybuilding, I think that's something that it teaches you, the discipline to keep going. Patience, hey. Patience, the discipline, especially when you're comp prepping, guys. It's, it's, it's hard. There's mornings where you wake up and your body does not want to move, but you still get up out of bed. You still eat what you need to eat. You still go train, and then you go do what you need to do. Yeah. And I think bodybuilding ties in and builds that characteristic of consistency and discipline. And I feel like most people that can can master that, they do have that mental fortitude to just keep going and, and get to where they need to get. And again, just looping that back in because obviously we are bodybuilders ourselves. Yeah. We've gone through it. But I... Wait, 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 wait. wait. Um, um, <coughs> physique. Um, thank you very much. Is that a clarify that? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that to pop up at some stage during this. I couldn't, I couldn't miss an opportunity, mate. I couldn't Absolutely. miss an opportunity. Absolutely. But, uh, but Jay, I, today I'd love to thank you for your time, man. Again, we've known each other for some time now. And, um, and for me to sit back and look at, you know, clients... I like to more call you a, a great mate over a client and just to see what you have achieved, mate, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing and, and, uh, and it's very motivating even for myself just to, for you to sit here and have your energy and passion at the other end of the table, mate. It's pretty cool, you know what I mean? So um, so I'm why you said at the start that, oh, thanks for the opportunity to come here and be the podcast. I say thank you, Jay, for, for coming in and spending time with me. Oh, thank you, Leon. It's, it's an honour to be on here. Um, it's an honor getting to know you as a person. And now, like you said, we're, we're mates. We're great mates. I've always got your back. Um, I've got our whole fit families back. And um, onwards and upwards, hey? That's it, Stronger mate. in a community. That's it. Well, big things ahead, Jay. And um, I will wrap it up there. That, that's Perfect. fantastic. Again, thanks for your time. And we'll, um, mate, you're he- actually, just quickly, you're heading to India t- tomorrow. 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 Yep. Oh. yep. So we'll have some uh, some good information when you come back. Absolutely. More cats out of the bag. That's it. <laughs> Can't let them all out yet. That's exactly right. All right, guys. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Over guys. and out. Bye.